0: Everybody, welcome to King of the Hill Podcast. I'm
1: Mike and I'm Rusty, Rusty season five, episode one. Yes, season five, episode one.
0: So, if you had to add all this up, how long, uh, how many weeks out of our lives have we done this 24,
1: 23, and 12? Right, uh, 22, 23, 24, and 12 weeks, whatever that adds it to. 12, 23, 24, and twenty-four. Seven. I
0: think. So it's it's upwards to eighty, close to two weeks. years worth of
1: time. So wow.
0: yeah. close to All two. All right. Weeks. Uh, now I know why limp.
1: Yeah, uh, October first, the year two thousand, season five.
0: Yeah, the perils of polling. Now you were saying before we started this that this is kind of out of order. So, the, pr- the way they were produced and the way they were d- distributed are two different things.
1: Yeah, so production numbers uh, are different than the actual episode number and how it's released. So, the actual production number for this is 5ABE02, which would be the second produced episode for the season. So, they actually produced this one second. In, 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 in it's release order. And the funny thing about season 5 is is one of the season 5 episodes was actually uh production number 4ABE24. So it was a season 4 episode. So a huh? season so it was like a season 4 and it's funny cuz it's season 4 episode 24 so it's the final oh the final really? episode of that season.
0: What's the final episode of season uh, 4 or su- was supposed to be?
1: Uh the final episode of season 4, let me
0: No, no, no I'm saying the one that, that they pulled into
1: season 5. Oh, uh, the third episode of season five is the third episode. Is what's it, is what's it uh, called? It's called... Uh, hold on. Okay. Hank, it's a happy ending. It's uh, something about don't wait or something. Hold huh? on. Oh, I just went off the page. Peggy season pops five. a pimple. It's called uh, I Don't Want to Wait. Mm. Which I don't want to wait. Which is the episode... Yeah, it's called I Don't Wanna Wait For Our Lives to Be Over. I want to know it's right that now. Damn song. Will it be sorry? Do to do to do do to do 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 do, do 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 do. Yeah. Uh, it was the eighty seventh episode of King of the Hill. Uh, episode was written by. Oh, it's when Bobby turns thirteen, but he's still treated like a child. While uh, Joseph is treated like an adult. Yeah. So, so uh, is that's this funny. when
0: Joseph's uh, uh, voice changes?
1: Well, well, yeah. Because remember that how we were talking about it. I said that's where 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 Joseph uh, goes through puberty, and that's the last time we see him like that. Oh, that's true. Which was just that little glimpse of mm-hmm. him. Which is this would be this would have been in t- that slot there, and it would have been his puberty episode. So at the two end. more weeks,
0: and we'll get to that. Yeah, two weeks. To two more that. weeks. Yeah. And, all uh, right. Let's get into Season 5, Episode
1: 1. Season 5, Episode the 1. The
0: perils of polling. The polling they're referring to here is voting. Um, all right. No bell, no yell. Uh, we start with... Uh, I got a serious question for you here. Okay. Let, let's get into it, and then I'm going to ask you. Uh, Peggy is in a homemade red, white, and blue polling booth that Hank is, is stapling together still. Yeah. Uh, Peggy is going into the booth to... to fake vote to see if anybody can see anything from the outside because God knows you don't want anybody to see how you vote. Um, she's inside it and she goes, okay, I just voted. Could you see anything? Hank's on the outside with the staple gun and nope, nothing. You could develop film in that booth. She goes, that's right. Peggy Hill's garage of democracy is going to make those saps in precinct nine, wish they'd never voted in that stinking firehouse. All right. Here's my question. Who in the hell gave the Hills the ability to set up a polling station in their garage
1: Yeah, I've never heard of that I've heard of it being in churches and schools and stuff like yep. that But i have it's usually in a uh, public space is yeah. usually where they have it Yeah, not in somebody's house Not in a private person's house, no That's kind of kind of odd a haunted
0: house I get, right? <laughs> yeah, haunted house Garage sale Garage sale um, uh, Super Bowl party Super Bowl party Easter uh, egg hunt uh, Circumcision
2: <laughs> Yeah You know,
0: lots of those in garages But uh, A Voting Place in Your Garage. That one is different. That is weird.
1: That's a first for me. So. I got a bit of trivia real fast. Yeah, please. I want to knock it out real quick. So the episode title, uh, The Perils of Polling, is a play on uh, a 1947 film called The Perils of Pauline, Mm. which was a film about a minor silent era performer who suddenly becomes an important star of her own action pictures, uh, which took its title from a 1914 melodramatic silent film serial featuring the heroine ending each episode in a cliffhanger situation. Is that
0: uh, uh, Perils of, what did you say, Perils of Pauline?
1: Perils of Pauline, yeah. So the juxtaposition or whatever the relation to the show is, is Hank realizes the dangerous potential importance of Luann's uninformed voting in the presidential election and and of his not getting to vote at all. So his heading back to Ireland in time constitutes a cliffhanger at the climax of this Mm. episode, which uh, is next level referential writing for sure. sure so the writers it just again i feel like the title of it and the 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 call back to some ancient shit that nobody knows anything about i know just because it. you know about it <laughs> i've never i was just gonna I ask you something never about heard it.
0: Heard of it so you remember
1: wacky racers I remember wacky Wacers for sure.
2: Wacky. The
0: perils the Wacky Wacky <laughs> ra- The perils of Penelope so Pitstop. Where yes, that's exactly it, yeah. right? That's the exact same thing you're talking oh, about. So the it's perils, just in animated form. I got
1: you cuz yep. Penelope Pitstop there's always it. a cliffhanger you at the end it. of every episode and with The guy's Dick got the Gasterly. big mustache yeah, and the dastardly and Muttley. Yeah. I yeah.
0: believe in the thing that you were referencing. Uh, that actress gets tied up to the railroad tracks at some point.
1: Oh, that's the, uh-huh. like, the like it's the, the trope you know that trope. you always use. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. So all I right. think that's where well, it came from. And you wouldn't have Dick Dastardly in Wacky Racers had you not had uh, Perils of Penelope Pitstop.
1: Yeah, which. Uh I think there's a few characters from Pe- Perils of Penelope Pitstop that are actually in there. The well, mob I think guys, right? Still in there, right? Muttley, <laughs> that, yeah, Muttley, Dick and I think the the mob guys are all in the actual Penelope Pitstop yeah. cartoon. So that's where they got
0: all that from. Um, and if we're wrong, then so what. Uh, Bobby comes running into the uh, the garage and goes, "Hey, Dad, can you give me and Luann a ride to where Route 15 meets the 42?" That's a very that's specific That's super specific thing. address. Hank's like, oh, wow, there's nothing there but a huge empty lot. Which, that also is a little weird to me, that Hank doesn't know everything that's going on in the town. You know? He knows everything. He seems like the kind of guy. Uh, uh, Luanne is standing there. Nuh-uh, Unky Hank. Uh, this week, it's 20 acres of fun and one acre of craft at the Heimley County Fair. And she just kind of, She yeah, little little, dances around yeah, a, little a little bit. Yeah, she thing. loves the fair. Uh, Hank says, well, Ann, I, I wish you get this excited about your voting in the first presidential election. Now, did you, uh, did you send in those registration forms I gave you for your 18th birthday? She says, no, but that's okay. I'll just vote for president next year. Oof. Oof. He just, he just kind of sighs. Uh, Bobby's like, come on, mom. Uh, well, I
1: think it's funny that he gave somebody voting registration forms for an 18th birthday gift. Oh, it's ridiculous. That's hilarious. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, he says, come on, Mom. And Peggy's still in the booth. She goes, I am not leaving this booth until someone has proven to me that it is 100% confidential. Okay, how many fingers am I holding up? She holds up fingers. And I looked at your hand.
1: I was, <laughs> I was like,
0: what? How many <laughs> she, are you holding up? She holds up her fingers inside the booth. You can't see it. Hank's on the outside. Peggy, there's absolutely no way you can see through that. And then, of course, Luann, three. And then <laughs> she opens the curtain. She's holding up three. And Luann's just like, I was just guessing. I don't know. But uh, Peggy is nice enough to just rip the curtain down because she's like, start over.
1: Start over. Shitty Peggy. Shitty All right,
0: Peggy. next thing, we're at the Heimlich County Fair. Um, we've
1: got uh, – Speaking of county fairs, yeah. there's a movie I used to watch as a kid. Uh, Called The County Fair. No, So Dear to My Heart, which was uh, – I remember that, yeah. About the, the little kid with the, the – he lives with his grandma and Burl Ives is like his Did uncle. Did you watch it in school? Nah, oh. actually first time I ever saw it, uh, Brewster Street. Mm. Speaking of, you know, familiar locations. Yeah. My grandma had a house on Brewster Street that she inherited from her sister when her sister passed away. Where at on Brewster? Uh, it's on the left side. Okay. Uh, fourth house down from the very end of the street. Fourth uh, or fifth you house. You're talking
0: about fourth uh, from the old Robinson Road or new I'm
1: s- If I'm standing on 77. This means nothing to you. Yeah, anybody. it doesn't mean anything. If I'm standing on 77, I'm looking down Brewster Street. Oh, okay. It's the left-hand side, but oh, it's okay. the far end of the road. It's like the fourth house yeah. from the last part of the street. I bet I was that. her neighbor at one point. Probably. I wouldn't yeah. doubt it. It was in 90, 90 or eighty, late 80s, early 90s she lived there. Hmm. Uh, 88, 89, 90, about, 91, 92, this 93, This would have been about ninety, ninety-one. yeah. Yeah, because uh, 94 is when she passed away. and When she passed away, they sold the house or whatever, so... Uh, but it was actually – that's one of the only memories I have with my my, my dad's mom mm-hmm. uh, because she lived in – we lived in England. She lived over here, so I didn't have very much time with her. But I remember sitting on her knee watching so dear to my heart. Oh, really? And that, that's like the only – the only memory I have of her is that. And then she had a chihuahua, and she had like this uh, uh, screened-in back porch kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting there feeding the chihuahua uh, – different pieces of uh play-doh oh, so when wonderful. it shit it was like this <laughs> it was technical and it, it ate every color wow. that i had because i just fed it little <laughs> balls of each one and it had like this multi-colored turd <laughs>
0: the, the one thing i remember about brewster is uh there was one lady that lived on the street that was agoraphobic so uh when i had a newspaper route i would try to go over there and get paid and she was she would like open the door like an inch and then just throw the money out
1: that's a very King of the Hill street. Yeah,
0: it is very much so. That's a very it's King a of the Hill street. By it's a, the way, it's a horrible. Oh, yeah. It would be a
1: street that the road is just that awful. Ha- Hank would lobby the oh. local government, and then he would hire a crew and do it himself.
0: Well, I think Hank, Dale, and Bill and Boomhauer would be out there fixing the damn street number one. Mm, yeah, and then they would go to the government.
1: It is. It has to be the worst street. In it that is a area. bad street. It has it's to be bad, the worst. And it's still bad, like historically bad. Well,
0: you know, the next street over it, again means nothing to nobody, yeah. but. Uh, think of it as Mayberry, if that helps. Uh, the next street over is Meadowbrook. and That's where I grew up. Yeah, and half I see you grew up right there. Half yeah. of that street is just dirt road, basically gravel road. Is it still that way? Yeah. Oh wow, mm-hmm. I'm surprised
1: they have never paid. So you yet.
0: had you had Darden, Meadowbrook, and Brewster. Yep. I grew up on Meadowbrook. My grandparents lived on Darden, okay. and my first house I ever owned was over on oh, Brewster. Brewster. Yeah. Oh, okay. So there you go. So right there. Yeah. Now you all know about me, and you can dox those houses. Uh, second time i said docs in this recording Yeah, that is, that is the second time Like in the last week or two, yeah. week or
1: two. Uh, It's uh, a scary thought
0: <laughs> Now we're at the Heimlich County Fair uh, Bobby, Luann, Peggy, and Hank Bobby says, Mom, can I have five tickets for fair food? I don't want them guessing my weight on an well, empty it's stomach, stomach. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great yeah. joke uh, He grabs tickets and runs off Luann goes, I'm hungry too uh, Hank says, Luann, you should be hungry for democracy uh, She says, uh, No uh, I think I wanted corn on a stick.
1: Now, Corn on a stick. I've never seen that one. I've seen corn on a cob.
0: Right. Three booths that I was able to make out in the background. There, It starts with some kind of MLM booth. It looks yeah. like, uh, you know, Nutra, whatever. Uh, then there's a safe, non-toxic makeup booth. And the next booth says, go digital. Uh, key tag cellular. Key tag don't cellular. Don't know what that means. But anyway, she says uh, that she's hungry for corn on a stick. And, then, and I like this joke, uh, and it's just in passing. Hank says, Luann, in a few years, that corn will be gone. A few years it's going to take to get out of her. <laughs> that's crazy. And that's, and that's pretty accurate. Corn stays in that's there for a while. crazy to say that, yeah. In so, Luann, in a few years, corn will be gone, but the thrill of voting lasts and lasts. I still get goose pimples thinking about pulling the lever for Councilman Fred Everett. Of course, then he betrayed me, and now go and register. She goes off. She's going to register to vote. The next booth... Uh, we overhear this guy talking. This is Ted T. Gannaway.
1: Ted T. Gannaway. He
0: is an independent candidate for U.S. president. Now, do we know who does his voice? This sounded very familiar. Uh, While I'm saying what he says, look that up and let's, yeah, let's see who Yeah, I'll that look is. that up real fast. I'm so pretty sure I have that right He's over there voice. talking to a uh, slack-jawed local. Uh, that doesn't seem interested at all. He goes, uh, the polls and the media have been ignoring my campaign, but they're going to have a little surprise come Election Day when a long-shot <laughs> candidate, Ted T. Gannaway moves out of his parents' house and into the White
1: House. It's another uh, regular voice. Oh, is it? Uh, uh, David Herman. Oh, it's David and, Herman. Yeah, And yeah, I'll, I'll go, go ahead, ahead and Herman. knock it out real fast. So you do get a cameo from the actual President George W. Bush. Right. That is actually him. By the uh, way, David Herman. Yeah,
0: David Herman. Have you ever seen Office Space?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen Office Space.
0: The guy that plays uh, Michael um, – uh, That's him? That's him. That's David Herman. The oh, one that okay. locks his doors at yeah, the beginning yeah, because he's playing rapper yeah, aloud and the yeah. black guy comes I didn't by. Know I <laughs> yeah, didn't know that. Yeah, that's that David him. Herman. Okay.
1: Yeah. Uh, and then Rooks Epperson is voiced by uh, – just to get it out the way – Phil Hendry. Oh, yeah. Of the Phil Hendry show. He also does uh, Phil Big Jim yeah. and Coach Sowers. The oh. Coach Sowers. Coach the, Sowers. Yeah, the screaming guy.
0: All right. And uh, uh, Hank looks over. He sees this Ted T. Gannaway and he goes, hey, look, a fringe candidate. Poor, confused bastard. A
1: fringe if, candidate. If there That's is funny.
0: anybody that believes in a two party system, it's Hank.
1: Yeah, he might be the only one. You going
0: one way or the other. He might be the only one. It's the uh, illusion of choice. That's right. Peggy says, well, it, and by the way, uh, a couple of weeks ago. Um, it's hard not to be political. What's his, show what's his name? What's his <laughs> name with the uh, Giuliani? Yeah, Giuliani. He came out and said that uh, we should abolish the Democratic Party. Wasn't he a Democrat? That's just a dictatorship at oh, that he point, was a Democrat. right? He's always been a Republican. Yeah, right? he's yeah. a Republican. Yeah. He's, he's Trump's
1: guy. Which is kind of weird, though, because yeah, he's from New York. You would yeah. think that a New Yorker is yeah. like he would. You know. In all the bad that he's done recently, he really did uh, bring New York together at a time of need after September 11th. He
0: did, but I think it was by default kind of like uh, – Whoever was there. Well, yeah. I think it was George Bush, the same thing. Yeah. He just happened to be there. He he had a big plan on the table to start uh, deporting people and all of this kind he of stuff. He had a crazy plan going. He had a big plan going for that kind of stuff, and then uh, 9-11 happened, and it was just – it went away. It went away. All went away. And then
1: the iconic – him standing, standing on, on the, the rubble, rubble with the bullhorn mm-hmm. saying, we're going to go get them kind of thing. Like, I don't only, think America was more unified, to be honest with no, you, after I've that. I've never seen a more unified. I've, I've never that. seen a more unified like Since, anything. Uh, everybody was in a consensus at that point. Yeah, It didn't matter what religion, race, anything you were, everybody was like, yeah, let's go over there and yeah. kick their ass. Yeah. It's and the only American 14, way.
0: 15 years later, we did it. Yeah. Uh and, no, well <laughs> it, it,
1: yeah <laughs> this
0: is not politics it's folks, not politics please. Peggy Peggy talking about the French candidate she goes well you have to admire his dedication I mean he's right here in the heart of what I like to call Bush country
1: Bush country it,
0: like we're she still made in Bush it, country but like she made
1: that up we're literally in Bush country oh yeah we you we, know there was are. uh back McGregor. when we used to come to town yeah uh I used to uh, he used to land at the t- at the T S T C airport. Because it's the only... It's when I was working there. Well, it's a military airport, so it's the... Uh, it used to be a military base, mm. so it's the only airport regionally... It wasn't when I was working there. It, it's regionally the... It, it's the only airport big enough. Like, our it's local... Military, yeah. It'll, it'll, our it'll, local airport cannot... You can't land big 747s I mean, not
0: aircraft carriers, but the things that go on aircraft carriers. To, like like big, big transportation huge, planes huge, and that kind Yeah, of stuff, you yeah. get
1: massive planes out there, but... Uh, there was one time where he came into town and it was during like a lunch period for school. And we were out at lunch and we got trapped on uh, Bellmead Waco Drive uh, down at that end. We were like at Sonic and there's like Secret America's Service. Driving. Like uh, there was Waco, uh, there, like police force. There yeah. was like every cop Everyone from every from local every place, area. Yeah. And they had the whole street shut down mm. for like 45 minutes. Mm before he pulled even pulled through sure so we're like trapped at like sonic in my friend's car and we had to like call the front office to the school and like uh president bush is in town (laughs) and they knew he was in town kind of thing like the school like the whoever we talked to at the school and we were like well we can't really leave our friend's car is like trapped at sonic and they were like oh well just come straight to the front office when you get back to the school and we'll give you a pass to get you back to class we sat there for like it was like an hour before it cleared out before we could leave it was insane even after he had passed, it was still like another fifteen minutes before Not they died, cleared. but left. Yeah, well, left yeah, the left sure. the building. Uh, it was like another fifteen minutes before they cleared the street out.
0: Bush has left the building. Left the building, which so, uh,
1: I think it, didn't he have like a nephew or something that's like trying to run up into a the political gambit? Of them. I know there's a bunch of those Bushes out there. Do you remember there, yeah. Jeb? I do remember Jeb. Do you remember was the, the brother? Wasn't it the, yeah, the one in Florida? He's got
0: a brother. He was in Florida and he was doing this his fundraising thing. And he got up in front of people and he said whatever he said, some kind of thing to get them all riled up. And he goes, "And now you can clap." And then <laughs> they started clapping oh, they started for him. Clapping. He yeah, was I like, uh, that, "You can clap, yeah, yeah." Because uh, that's the thing that killed him. Yeah, he's that not, was the one that got him off the ballot. He's um, the,
1: he's he's the uh, the stupider son. Oh. I, I think I don't th- know if that's a comparison. But well, yeah, sure. I, I think it's because he wasn't the oldest. It, th- like that, that generation of man that raised them, like their dad yep. George H. W. Yep. it was always the oldest son was going to be the, the the you know whoever transcends you or whatever you want to well, call it your your predecessor. Your, Senior Bush, what they don't hmm. talk about with
0: him is the fact that he ran the freaking CIA for a long time.
1: Yeah, he was a he was He's, a big CIA boss.
0: You talk about a skull and bones. There you go.
1: Yeah. Well, another thing they don't know too is that their dad. Prescott Bush, yeah. his dad, was oh. a Nazi sympathizer uh, back in World War II.
0: All right. So with that uplifting news, uh, Peggy, says well, <laughs> Peggy yeah. says, well, you have to admire his dedication. I mean, he's right here in the heart of what I like to call Bush country. And then they're walking past this guy's booth, and the guy comes out, and he says, uh, hello, friends. And then Peggy's like, uh, uh, you made eye contact. Good job, Hank. You talk to him. And then she just leaves. She leaves freaking Hank to talk to this guy. It's so crappy. Uh, The guy says, my name is Ted T. Ganaway, and I'm running for president. Uh, Hank says, yeah, well. uh, Wait, real quick, Mike. Yeah. In defense of Peggy, Yeah, I I would do the same thing. (laughs) I don't blame you. I'm just saying, you know. (laughs) I guess after you're married that long, you do tend to do those kind of things. Uh, He's talking to Hank. Hank says, yeah, well, my wife and I are pretty committed to George W. Bush, you know. And uh, even if we weren't, well, there's four or five candidates ahead of you. Uh, good luck in the campaign. And uh, Gannaway says, Governor George W. I forget that he was our governor for a
1: while. Yeah, he was uh, our governor for a little more than a while. I think yeah. he was a governor Two for, uh, yeah, something like that. He was a governor for A couple of terms.
0: He was right after Ann Ann Richards, Ann Richards, and
1: all the way up to Rick Perry.
0: Yeah. Oh,
1: that's true. So yeah. it was a long while. Rick Perry is another one. He was our governor <laughs> after Ann Richards all the way up until he was president because he was actively running for presidency while he was still our governor, right? Let me let me tell sure. you. Oh yeah, they always do. Yeah, he was still actively our governor. Let, let me
0: time. let me tell you guys something just real quick, okay? Our governors here in Texas, we don't have a great track record with them.
1: Ann Richards, not just them though, but the the, the that which surrounds them. Oh, as the well. House, Senate,
0: everything. Yeah. Um. Ann Richards brought the uh, lottery to the state of Texas. She did under the guises or under the guise that uh, the money would go into education. Yeah. Instead, she claims that she didn't read that part. Um, it goes into a general fund, which, w- as we all know, is just a slush fund for politicians. So they yeah. get to use it for whatever the for hell they want. For whatever they choose to use it and for. And then it. no money goes to education. And then Neat. no money goes
1: to education. And then they try the voucher program. Oh, that's a And whole it other got shot thing. down, though. Did you see that? Yeah. Uh, it, which it, is it'll good. come back. It'll come it, back It'll come back around because he's tried that a few times. Yeah. Whoa. 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 I'm trying to pull myself Whoa. up. Whoa. It. Whoa. The whole table went down. Um, Technical difficulties. Yeah, that's uh,
0: <laughs> that's because of you're making fun of wheels. That's what it is. You yeah. know. Oh yeah. my gosh, look at this. Oh, all right.
1: Everything fell. I think apart. We're, there. Oh, we're there. we're there. We're reset. All, all right. right, we're all good. We'll be right back uh, for <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: for a very special episode of Rusty
1: pulls the table, pulls the table in half. Um, okay.
0: So uh, Gannaway says he's running for president. Uh, uh, Hank says, you know, well, we're voting for Bush. Gannaway says Governor George W. Bush and Vice President Al Gore want you to focus on my, the internet? on my hit-and-run conviction and not my 16-point plan for America. Why do they say he invented the Internet? Because he claimed it one time.
1: Oh, he said that he invented it? He said he it. was there when it was invented,
0: yeah. Oh. He was not. Uh, and then uh, that's uh, funny. Bobby comes running up while while Gannaway talking to Hank and says, "Dad, I know it's not up your alley, but there's this pig named Mitch." And Hank's just like looking for anything. He goes, "Let's go!" And they just walk off. Right?
1: He did. Like if he didn't invent the internet, he did make me conscious of the environment. If nothing else, before him, I never thought about I got pollution to say about or anything that. Too, that yeah. but that's a whole different. Yeah. Thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. I never thought about any of that stuff until he mentioned that word. Did we really need to replace all our light bulbs? Oh no! Yeah, no. It probably was more damaging to the environment to replace all your light bulbs. I, yeah,
0: that's kind of what I'm thinking. That's the thing with recycling. Recycling is a good thing. We should recycle as often yeah. as we can. But often these places use more energy to recycle. Well, it was like we we had, we had talked things. about
1: before the great light bulb conspiracy mm-hmm. with light bulb companies mm-hmm. back in the day where big they, filament. They had filaments that would burn for mm-hmm. you know ever oh, essentially. Yeah. And sure. they were like, well, we can't do that. We got to be able to sell light bulbs.
0: I just remember the big thing when Al Gore was, you know, the whole, uh, what is it? Polar Bear Express? Was that the name of his movie? What was that? Uh, Day After Tomorrow?
1: Blackfish. I don't Blackfish, know something
0: it was. like that. Uh, but whenever he would go out and talk about it, uh, he'd leave his jet running while he was in doing the speech.
1: <laughs> so he'd have his jet ready on tell the me, tarmac. Tell me how much energy, that thing, how much was energy that thing takes. Tell me
0: how much yeah. energy that thing takes, yeah. All right, so now uh, we. <laughs> <laughs> we're at another part of the fair. There is a, like a big stage, big double stage with a diving board and a, and a ramp and everything. And it says Rooks Epperson, Epperson on stage. Oh, I'm sorry. No, It says Rooks Epperson presents Mitch the Amazing Diving Pig. I am going to go look for a Mitch the Amazing Diving Pig t-shirt, by the way. If there's not one, we're going to make one because I would love that. I love how the pig just falls
1: off the board.
0: You know that's a thing. The shirt? No, diving pigs. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Diving uh, pigs, diving horses, all of that kind yeah, of I was I was thing.
1: googling it and it says uh, Chinese turn to diving pigs for fun and taste your food.
0: <laughs> well, it's like brining them. You know, they <laughs> just small amounts of brine. Oh, stuff.
1: here we go. So this is what it is. Uh it takes a certain national ingenuity to convert pigs into triathletes which dive, swim, and hurdle. In the process, <laughs> produce <laughs> tastier, leaner pork. So the Chinese are turning their pigs into triathletes <laughs> just for em. leaner pork. They're chasing
0: <laughs> them and pushing <laughs> them off bridges. Yeah. Uh, okay, so <laughs> Rooks Epperson presents Mitch the Amazing Diving Pig and rooks epperson i'm assuming is on stage he's got a he's got a handheld mic he's dressed in a white suit looks like a revival preacher kind of you know yeah uh there's a big display and there's a pool and a diving board and like i said a ramp and some other things he says y'all ready for some world-class pig diving now before we meet our star let's give a county fair howdy to mitch's fishes yeah so these four people come out, two guys, two girls. Uh, they have fins on their arms. They have fins on their heads. They have some kind of fish leg tights on. And the the one guy that comes out, he's so disinterested, he's still smoking as he comes out <laughs> on the stage, <laughs> yeah. right? Uh, he he uh, blows smoke right before they all kind of dive in, kind of like those old uh, water movies where the ladies would have the things on their head and oh, they yeah. all swim around in a circle. Uh, synchronized swimming. Yeah, synchronized swimming kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> If you guys have never seen the synchronized swimming thing they did on SNL with, um, oh, um, shoot, what's his name? The one that's in murders, uh, only murders in the building, Um, the little one. Not Steve Martin, the other one.
1: Martin Short. Martin Short. Martin Short yeah. and... I was thinking, whenever I was thinking of him, I was thinking of him in that movie where he played, uh, what was it, that fucking Santa Claus 8 or whatever, yeah, where yeah, he yeah. plays like Jack Frost.
0: Yeah. yeah, where he's Jack Frost. Yeah. Um, if you've never seen the synchronized swimming um Thing for the Olympics that he did on yeah. SNL, go watch that. Well, I'm sorry to Martin short, short, for short. The
1: only thing again. I remember him for is probably one of the worst things he's ever been <laughs> in. That's, that's yeah, literally a, outside of everything he's done. He's as Steve Martin, of yeah. out of because like of him stuff. and Steve Martin have done a lot of live stuff together. Yeah, they're they're, like, they're like they do mm-hmm. they tour and everything together. They
0: remind me of uh, uh, Bob Newhart and Don Rickles. You know they were <laughs> yeah. they were like lifelong. They're friends a good duo. And, oh, they're they really good duo. They were.
1: They're a good duo as well as Martin Short and Steve Martin. Oh yeah, Waco native Steve Martin. Steve Martin from Waco, Texas. Uh, he Isn't goes crazy? Uh, it is crazy. <laughs> yeah.
0: He goes, ladies and gentlemen, I present to you the main event, the real deal, the finest diver with four legs, the pork Luganus. Talking about uh, uh, Greg Luganus, the famous that was swimmer. He was a swimmer, yeah. right? Yeah. Mitch, the amazing diving pig. He lets Mitch out of the cage. Mitch just starts. He's done it a thousand times, I'm assuming. He goes straight out of the cage, starts going up to the ramp where the uh, uh, diving board is. And uh, then he says, uh, for his first dive, Mitch will perform the Tula hula, a death defying plunge through not one, not three, but two <laughs> hula hoops. I love that phrase yeah, like Not no, one, no, not, not two, three, but two, two. Uh, and so then it, you see Mitch's fishes, uh, there's uh, three of them are, are sitting on each other's shoulders, and they're holding these these hoops. And then the, the one guy is standing over there with like a torch. And he, he lights the hula hoops so that they're rings of death. Rings you know, of fire. Of, yeah. yeah.
1: And then he calls it the Johnny Cash. <laughs> that's
0: right. He says, uh, <laughs> the funniest thing to me is that the pig goes to the diving board, and instead of jumping, he just falls off. Like, he yeah, just yeah plump, yeah, plump,
1: plump, Well, that's what I, when I just Googled <laughs> so it or good. whatever, just for just for a laugh, uh, it showed that pretty much that's what they do. So <clears throat> what it says is is that at first oh, the pigs are terrified. Oh, I think they would have so what Why happens is, what's well, the first pig that's scared? It's not the rest of them. So the, the first pig falls off, and the rest of them see, oh, okay, that's fine. And the rest of them kind of just fall off with him, not well, thinking, like, you know. It's
0: like cattle going through a slaughterhouse, you know. They, yeah. they trust the people that are putting them through it, and then they put a bolt in their head. Yeah. Uh, so uh, he a di- little bolt. He dives off, and Bobby's in the audience. He goes, yes! And Hank looks at him and goes, well, that was pretty good for a pig, you know. Yeah, for a pig. Uh, a little bit later... Uh, same stage, same pig um, The guy at the, at the front says And now for our finale Mitch will dive through three rings of burning fire Sorry, these are not the ones The, the yeah, yeah, yeah. first ones were two rings Yeah. Uh, three of the fishes are on each other's shoulders The other guy lights the r- lights the torch And he goes uh, It is the most difficult dive Known to man, man or pig The Johnny Cash And then uh, it shows, shows them in the audience again And by the way, they're playing Ring of Fire Johnny Cash's song Bobby's in it. Going you can down, do it, Mitch.
2: Down, down. Oh!
0: And then the pig falls off the diving board again, falls through the three rings. Bobby's like, I love this pig. Then the problem starts yeah. where the pig doesn't come up. Nope. You just see bubbles. The pig is floundering. The pig is about to die. Uh, The guy on stage says, uh, nothing to worry about, folks. Mitch is just hamming it up. And the crowd just starts to kind of gasp, you know, and you hear this, where is he? Where is he? What happened to the pig? Uh, you're just seeing bubbles. You start playing dramatic music. The whole crowd is worried yeah. about this dumb pig. Uh, Bobby says, somebody do something. Oh, God, Mitch. <laughs> yeah. And he gets up and starts running towards the tank. Uh, Peggy, of course, says, Bobby, no, that's pig water. Uh, that's pig water. Yeah, <laughs> the guy says, Mitch is not dead. Um, uh, because Bobby runs to the stage in the pool. Bobby takes off his shirt, dives in. He finds the pig down at the bottom. His one of his hooves is is around a hose or a wire or whatever. He got
1: stuck down there. Yeah, he's stuck
0: down there. Bobby grabs him, pu- pushes him back up, and uh, takes him out. Now the pig is not necessarily breathing. Yeah, and so Bobby, uh, the guy, goes, "The mitch is not dead." And Bobby looks at him and goes. Not this pig, not today. not today. And then he just squeezes the pig real hard. The big guy, <laughs> and then just starts starts <laughs> coughing starts out o- of water yeah. again. Yeah, it is fantastic. Uh, the guy on stage, thank you, son. Uh, he goes, "You saved my boy's life." What's your name? He goes, "Bobby Hill." He said, "Let's give a big hand to Bobby Hill, the amazing pig saving, saving boy." boy. And then there's pictures being taken and stuff. And Hank sees that there's pictures being taken of Bobby and this diving pig. He gets out in front of him and goes, oh, God, how much money is it going to take to get that film? Now, the lady with the camera who's there taking pictures, she goes, don't worry, I'm not with the press. I'm with the Bush-Cheney campaign. And you must be the amazing pig savings boy's father. Hank's like, well, I, I don't. She goes, this is just the kind of heroism the governor loves to attach himself to. Why don't you all come to his get-out-the-vote rally next week as our guests? I think anybody can go to that. But yeah, sure.
1: Probably, yeah.
0: Hank says, uh oh. unless
1: you're getting like behind the scenes pass or yeah.
0: something. Uh Hank says, Oh, great.
1: Now, if
0: you do a background check, I'm Hank R. Hill, not that Hank P. Hill who doesn't pay his discover card
1: bill. You know, I was I was trying to think of who like the most prolific politician is from our area, and all I could think of is Chet Edwards. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> as like the good. guy as like the guy who was he Are like you talking current? Uh yeah, like like well, that, well, maybe not even current, but over the last you know twenty years, oh, it's that gotta was to just be a Bush
0: name. I mean, it's gotta be Bush.
1: Now talk about locally here. Oh, locally, town, yeah, like in Chet town. Edwards, uh, bill Flores, I think. Bill is he Flores, local? Is
0: the guy who pretends to be a cowboy, whatever his name is. Yeah, all those guys that yeah. that don't go and vote. Uh, no chip on my shoulder. Uh, Hank says, uh, you know, I'm I'm Hank R, not Hank P. The guy who doesn't pay his Discover bill. Card bill. Yeah. Now later on the fairgrounds. Um, Lou Ann comes running up and goes, Uncle Hank, I registered to vote. He goes, oh, terrific. George W. is going to need every vote he can get, or they won't be able to call it a landslide. (laughs) She says, George W., he's not a communist, is he? And Hank, of course. No, he's not. You're getting to Hank now. You're talking communism. He goes, no, he is not. She goes, wait, here it is. And she has these pamphlets and this button. And she goes, see, our candidate is Robert Peragi. Uh, And she puts his button on.
1: He's actually uh, one of the... Robert, I, I want to say he's a writer. He's something to do with the show. Oh, I don't. But doubt they used that. his name yeah, as the communist. Yeah, guy. they used his name. He was somebody to do with the show, though. Yeah. Hank's
0: like, "What communist?" No. She goes, "Well, I guess uh, I cancel out your vote. My first election, and your vote means nothing." Long live the People's Revolution! <laughs> yeah. She lifts, her fa- hair, uh, she lifts her hand in the air, like, you know, all those communist posters or whatever. But then, the, juxtaposed to that, she has a balloon tied to the other wrist, which yeah, I yeah, think yeah. is fantastic. All right, that's the uh, first commercial break uh, because of the Communist Party, and uh, we'll be r- right back. Right back. okay we are back our uh, brothers in Welcome. arms uh hopefully right all, uh, <laughs> all the money that uh, came from you buying those products hopefully it goes to your brothers and sisters in the regime or the uh the the revolution uh okay so now we are in the car they're coming back from the fair and hank hank and peggy are in the front luann and and bobby's in the back bobby's back there playing a a uh Game Boy. One of the original Game Boys. One of the original Game Boys. Uh, Hank says, what were you thinking? The Russians don't even believe in communism anymore. And then Luann pipes up and says, you said you wanted me to vote. Peggy says, you sure did, did, Hank. Maybe Luann has good reason for throwing her vote away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, again, every time Peggy says something, it's a, it's a slight dig at somebody. Always a slight dig. Uh, Luann, I've got several. First, the line at his booth was the shortest. I like his tie. It's red. And his shirt is white. And his jacket is blue. And that stands for America. Communism! <laughs> None of that makes any sense. Not a lick. So now we're in the alley. You can see that this is really bothering Hank. Uh, (laughs) Lou Ann is over there uh, pounding a sign into her yard that says, uh, Vote Communist, which, when you think about it, voting and communism, those don't really go together.
1: No, not really. Yeah. Well – I mean, they do have votes. Theoretical communism, yeah. Sure. But uh, communism is – that's the thing with communism. Theoretically, it looks beautiful on paper. It looks yeah. like a utopian society. Yeah. But when it goes into practice, it's the same thing with any type of political uh, ideology is there's always greed and malice, mm-hmm. and that ruins any political ideology. Greed and power. Greed and yeah, power. it could be yeah. socialism, whatever. It ruins anything good whenever you start talking about money and power – because you start subsidizing insurance companies, yep. health insurance. You start yep. subsidizing. Bailing out car, and uh, car companies. Car companies. And start, oh, wait. We did that. Yeah. Ford right. didn't, though. Ford took no money. That's
0: exactly right. That's the only one I didn't make money off of in the That's stock the market. That's the only one that didn't make any uh, money. So the, we're in the alley with all four of them. They're watching Luann pound this uh, vote communist sign into the ground. Dale says, so I see you finally got Luann involved in politics. That's good. And then you, <laughs> Luann goes, the people united. And then all of them just start booing her.
2: Like, boo,
1: boo. Well, at one point in time (laughs) to be, like, in Hollywood and stuff, they had, like, a whole – Yeah, the uh, McCarthyism or whatever. They had that whole thing where they were taking, like, movie stars and they were grilling them in Congress. Oh, yeah. Like, all they were was just movie stars having a good time, making movies, doing drugs, and just partying.
0: Do you now or have you ever known anyone affiliated with Congress? (laughs) Yeah,
1: and and that's the thing is, is people were, like – Weaponizing that, and if you had any oh, kind of yeah. like slight ideology oh. that could be considered too far left, or if somebody just, just didn't face. like
0: you, they could drop a dime on you as being a communist and just and say, "Oh, oh to yeah, he's a communist," him. and then you yeah.
1: had to go through all that crap. Yeah. That that had a lot to do with the uh, uh, J-, J. Edgar Hoover at the time too. Yeah, well, he had to he had to uh, change his dress. Uh, yeah. So
0: <laughs> Leonardo they're, DiCaprio, they're booing him uh, or booing Luann, and uh, Dale says, commie, go home." She looks at him and goes, okay, and just goes inside. Goes back inside the house. (laughs) I love that. Hank says, I just think if you don't read the newspaper and the only TV you watch is the MTV, you shouldn't be allowed to vote. Uh, Bill uh, somehow is flummoxed by this, and he goes, uh, stop fighting the last war, Hank. Women got the right to vote, and there's nothing we can do about it.
1: Nothing. Yeah. (laughs) And and
0: then Dale's like, unless, and then Hank says, unless what? He goes, I don't know. You're a smart guy. You'll figure something out. Unless, all right, later in the Hill House, uh, the doorbell rings. Hank comes to the door. I'll get it. Uh, <laughs> he opens the door, and there's the uh, the penguin puppet, yep. uh, Sir Featherbottom. Sir or? Featherbottom. Yes, yeah, Sir Featherbottom. He is royalty. He's just sticking through the door, and he goes, good evening, mate. May I trouble you for a word? Hank's like, oh, Lord. And then from the back of the house, you hear Peggy go, who is it, Hank? Hank says, the manger babies. I'll get rid of them. And then <laughs> the manger <laughs> babies, I'll get rid of them. Yeah. <laughs> like they're people. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm a, says, get off my porch. <laughs> like a Jehovah's Witness knocking or something. <laughs> right. yeah. He goes, uh, Cheerio, I just wanted to tell you, you should vote for Robert Peragi of the Communist Party USA for president. What, what? I don't know where she got the what, 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 what part, but yeah, she always does that. Hank says, uh, You don't know the first thing about communism. And then uh, <laughs> she says, What's to know? Robert Perogi's got the cutest little ears, the prettiest eyebrows. eyebrows. So I can tell Robert he can count on your vote. Hank's like, no, you cannot. I hate communists. All they do is boss people around. Here's where we get into an argument, yep. basically, with Luann and Hank. Luann says, sounds like you, Uncle Hank. He goes, Luann, please go home before I tell you you're acting like an idiot and make you cry. And then the donkey puppet comes up, and he goes, hee-haw, you're a communist. Hee-haw. He goes, no, I'm not. Welcome to the party, mate, comes the the penguin again. He goes, get that penguin back here. I'm not done. And then you hear, hee-haw, power to the people, comrade. what I say? You look good in red,
1: comrade. Hill, what, what? You know the first time I heard the word "comrade" <laughs> be used like that. Yeah. Uh, Red Alert, uh, Command and Conquer, Red Alert, the video, oh, the game. video game. And uh, whenever you pick the communist faction or whatever, that's what they would call you. Hello, comrade.
0: comrade. Hello, comrade. Yeah. So uh, uh, Hank has had enough. He's like, "All right, I gave you four w- fair warning, Luann. You're acting like an idiot." And <laughs> immediately, Luann just starts crying. Oh! oh, Uncle Hank, and she runs off. Yeah. He shuts the door. Now we're in the kitchen. Uh, Peggy is uh, taking a couple of cookie sheets out of the oven. As she said, too. I'm
1: making cookies, <laughs> by goes, the way. <laughs> yeah. She goes,
0: Hank, I'm making cookies to serve on Election Day. Which one do you think tastes better, the Chips Ahoy heated up or the E.L. Fudge heated up?
1: Yeah, I don't know what an E.L. Fudge is.
0: E.L. Fudge was these little cookies in the shape of the elves in the tree, and yeah. they were coated in chocolate.
1: Well, they still make them. You can yeah. get them for 379 or 342 at Target or Walmart. For so, four uh, cookies for four cookies. Uh, Speaking of cookies, there was this cookie controversy on uh, cookie social controversy. media. Yeah, well, one of them big streamers. That's a cookie. That's not a cookie. Uh, her name is Pokey Mane. Yeah, I know her. And she's like one of the top like female streamers yeah. like ever. Has been for a long, uh, yeah, time. long time. Yeah, a long time. And uh, she came out with this cookie brand. Well, everybody on social media was like, they posted the cookie. They posted a very similar brand. Yeah. That looks just like the cookie she makes. It's cheaper, exact same ingredients, except for she has her very last ingredient on hers. It says mushroom powder. Mushroom powder. Or some mushroom extract or something. And uh, everybody was pissed off on the internet about it because her cookies were like just a ripoff. X ounce, you know, for X amount of dollars. But the other cookies, they were the exact same cookie, but you got more for way less. And everybody sure. was like, all you did was steal their cookie and all this stuff. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean,
0: that's really all she did do. You know, I used to get her in that Arama, Arama, uh, Amaranth. Amaranth. You know what Amaranth up, is doing? Amaranth is a
1: porn star now. Pretty much. Well, she's been one for a while. Yeah. Well, I, not a porn star, but a, a sex worker. Yeah, for sure. She doesn't do like what. what I, I, no, like, she has. A,
0: yeah, she, I, I, I saw the other day she has like a huge campaign with like Pornhub or something. Yeah, something like point. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, that's she, nuts.
1: I don't think she does any content with people. I think everything she does is solo, uh, from what I understand. I but she also just started okay, so I don't know, I don't look at those uh, things. This is Rusty. disgusting, but uh, so women That's disgusting th- alert women naturally have yeast that occurs sure in their, you know, vagina. Oh we're talking about cookies. So uh, they have extracted the yeast nope. out of amaranth's nope. vagina nope. to nope. make Beer, no thank you, called Yoni. No, so there's nope, I'm a good. thanks, nope, vaginal nope. yeast beer nope, nope, nope. called Yoni nope, by Amaranth. Nope, 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 nope. No, thank you. <laughs> Isn't no, that crazy you. though? No, no, thank They're you. like extracting yeast out of a woman to make a beer. That's well,
0: nice. I think that all changed when we started selling bath water, right? I mean, that's that's about
1: the time or that jarred went. farts. Oh. People were paying like $200 for a jar with nothing in it. <laughs> I am
0: happy to sell you a jarred fart for uh, I mean, I'll go five bucks. Uh, you, I'll you want to do five jarred bucks fart? plus shipping Five and handling. bucks. Yeah, it's true. You got to cover that. Uh, Hank says, uh, "I don't know." He doesn't care about the Chips Ahoy versus the El Fudge. Uh, Peggy says, "Well, where is Lou Anne? Because she's going to ask her the same damn thing." Yeah. Uh, Hank says, "Well, I told her she was being an idiot, and she ran off crying." Oh, Hank! Again? He's kind of a prick. Yeah, he's kind of being well, a prick right there a little bit. He know, he he's trying real hard not to get to that point,
1: but he's getting there.
0: But she's he's like communism. One. Communism. Co- she's hitting a big button of his. You a know? Huge button of his yeah. for
1: sure. And so, uh, but isn't was, everybody like that when they're teenagers? Like, oh, the world's great. I want the world be. to be a beautiful place. It can be. My grandmother actually, after World War II, uh, she was 12 when the war started. So she was like 16, 17, 18 sure. when it ended, kind of sure. thing. Uh, she was actually, uh, sliding scale. She had, she had started as a nurse at like 13 or 14. And she was like, you know, pulling bodies out of craters, all that crap yeah, during, sure. during the bombing runs mm-hmm. in England. And, uh, she actually was a part of the Young Communists Party mm. uh, in England. And she I was talking to her about it, and she said, yeah, because we were tired of war. Like, yeah. everybody yeah. had just dealt with all this war. And the Communist Party at that time, where she said they were, you know, in England especially, they were, yeah, they were it was anti-war. A, yeah. It was an anti-war mm-hmm. pacifist thing. Yeah. And she said, I just, she said, I spent, like, all of my formative teenage years during like pulling dead bodies out of craters and stuff, yeah, sure. and uh, she was tired. She's of it. still alive too, actually. She's in her uh, upper nineties, but she she got tired of it, so she kind of went with the Young Communist Party for a little while. And uh, she was actually went into social work, and she later on in her she life socialist work and
2: went into went social to social
1: work. work. And then later on in her life, she actually she was uh, it was before she had my mom and everything. She was like yeah. in her mid twenties. She okay. rejoined the Communist Party again, really, and. Uh, She said that, uh, because I asked her, you know, in her long, extensive life, I was like, well, have you ever smoked weed or anything like that? She goes, well, I'll tell you a story. And she said it was at a social work party. They were passing something around. Sure. And she thought it was just a cigarette. All right, Hank. So she had hit it thinking it was, and I was like, man, I don't believe you. I told her that. I was like, I don't believe you. You was getting high with your social work buddies (laughs) and this communist thing, and y'all were all getting stoned, politicizing, you know, talking about political theory and stuff. Don't lie. And that's pretty much what it was.
0: That is the one thing I will say about this generation—they have destigmatized uh, weed.
1: Extremely, yeah. the millennials I think really knocked it out of the park, uh, for sure. Especially yeah. right now, there's this weird like gray area with stuff that's being sold called THCA mm-hmm. in Texas, which mm-hmm. is exactly the same thing that they sell that's well, even considered Even like delta illegal.
0: eight, delta nine, delta ten, yeah, it's all uh, of that stuff—it may be synthesized, but it's it's got the same effect.
1: Well, the THCA is not synthesized. That's the thing is THCA is the Actual exact THC? same thing they sell. Yeah, it's just uh, what it is. It's uh, tetrahydrocannabinol acid. When it's burned or combusted, like you roll it up, light it in a yeah, joint, sure. these, it turns into the psychoactive chemical during combustion, THC. Kay. So it's a real gray area in Texas. So Texas, when they analyze for, like, criminal purposes, mm-hmm. they analyze mm-hmm. it. Yeah. They use a spectrometer. There's two types of spectrometer a spectro, spectromy that you could use. One of them is gas and one of them is using light. If you use gas like they do here in the States, if they take this legal, you know, by the U.S. Farm Bill legal stuff, if they Mm -hmm. take it and they put it through the gas spectrometer, it ignites it kind of. Mm -hmm. So it becomes illegal at that moment that they do the testing. It's not illegal up until they test it, and it'll test over 0.3% THC at that point because that's the the Farm Bill law. That's the Mm. one good thing that I think you could get from Donald Trump's entire career is the U.S. hemp law that was passed allowing for all this uh, research and stuff to be done. I'm not sure that's
0: enough to make it up for.
1: No, it's not enough to make up for it, but uh, there's actually a company that markets... THCA weed and it's got Trump's face on it <laughs> 5% of their proceeds go to Donald Trump I uh, as a as a, uh, a just a, a trial fun thing yeah. they give away free samples on their website so I went and got a free sample of this Trump stuff and I, I mainly just wanted it for the packaging and everything because right. it was a really funny package sure. but it's got like Donald Trump on it on the reverse side of it it's got the written law of the like, like the, the farm shortened build? version of it yeah. but it's, ri- it's shortened down and then it's like a warning for Police saying, "Hey, this is legal kind of thing." So if 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 in because it's being transported through the mail, yeah. So as it's being trans, if it ever got like opened up or anything like that, it would have all of. They even have a sheet printout with their package. When they say it, it's like a folded piece of yeah, paper that yeah. when you open it up, it explains the legality of what it is kind of thing. So
0: Well, it's kind of fighting fire with fire, right? I mean, you get behind the law, and, and there's a lot of things you can do.
1: Yeah, that's the gray areas. That's, the, that's that's where that's where businesses and corporations and companies thrive is in these gray areas.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah, why shouldn't we? Yeah. Uh, Hank says he told her she's an idiot. She ran off crying. She's like, oh, Hank, again? Well, she called me a communist in my own home. She doesn't know what the heck she's talking about. So Peggy launches into her uh, spiel once more. Uh, all right, Hank. Luann is Cinderella, and she fell off. Uh, she fell for the wrong prince. You have to be her fairy godmother and introduce her to George W. Bush. Take her to the Bush rally, or as I like to call it, the, the ball, <laughs> uh, and let George W. Bush put uh, put his issues, or as I like to call them, the glass slippers, on her feet. Ugh. Hank says, uh, "I can't bring a communist. Uh, I can't bring a communist to see the next president of the United States." Peggy says, "Hank, if Luann is still a communist after
1: hearing the greatest orator of our day, really, the greatest <laughs> orator of our day? That's so you- funny. They say that because he is." actually known for being a garbage orator. Oh, he's, he stumbles over what all did he them, say? So uh, fool me once, shame on you fool me twice, can't be fooled again <laughs> right, I it's love uh, that, yeah. that's my favorite quote of his Yeah, She's fool me once, shame on you fool me <laughs> twice, can't be shamed again
0: She says, if Luann is still a communist after hearing the greatest orator of our day, then she really is a communist and then we really have a problem mm-hmm. Next thing, we transition to the Bush 2000 rally, he comes out from the side uh, and he's got a bunch of so- uh, secret service around him, you hear, hey y'all, how you doing, how you doing yeah, uh and luann's in the in the crowd with with uh hank who who is in a suit by the way yeah. uh, because this is a formal event uh she goes uh, he's even more handsome than his dad <laughs>
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hank says
0: hank says well barbara's a handsome woman but you know it's his ideas you'll find most attractive she goes i don't know he's really handsome and then peggy just kind of puts her hand up like Shh, that's enough that's yeah. don't don't do anymore Uh, Then you hear George Bush say, now, I don't want any of y'all to think Dick Cheney and I have this thing in the bag, so don't forget to vote on November 7th. Uh, Luann says, I really like his smile and his tie, which is red. I like red ties. (laughs) Hank says, Luann, stop looking at him. Close your eyes and listen to the issues. Wait till you hear him call for lower taxes and a stronger national defense. Oh, shoot. I just gave away the end of his speech.
1: And this is almost like a – this episode is more like a campaign piece for Bush at this time. Kind of, yeah. Because he's running for – he's actively – this is – if this is what – Well, you got to think about – If this is November – if this is October 1, 2000, he would have just been announcing probably around that time because it's a year before the actual election for president, Right. No, 2001. No, 2000, no, 2000 year. was yeah. the election year. So this, this is, is, a, month this is a month before he got before the voted in. So year. this would have been like recorded pro- they probably would have recorded this probably a year prior. I think that's why they
0: moved this up. I, I bet yeah. you that's probably why they yeah.
1: because they swapped a couple of the production. So yeah, that's probably why they swapped it, moved mm-hmm. it up because it was so close. cuz the episode after this would be less than a month out. Right to the to the uh, sure. election because October first it would be about a month out to so what November seventh right November seventh is what yeah. it says yeah
0: yeah so we get a little passage of time we're still at the rally and George Bush is still on the stage and he goes in a strong national defense God bless you and God bless the United States of America he starts going through the crowd shaking hands Uh Luanne says to him uh, you know you were right Uncle Hank he's going to cut my taxes and let me pray in junior college I think I will vote for him <laughs> let <laughs> yeah. me pray in junior college. Uh, you see George W. picking up babies and squeezing them and kissing them and posing for photos and stuff. And then uh, uh, Hank says, uh, oh, there you go. Uh, and then the lady that was there taking the pictures, she kind of whispers in George George's ear and says, pig boy. He goes, uh, pig heart transplant boy or pig saving boy? And the lady goes, oh, I can't remember. He goes, ah, wing it. He goes over to Bobby, and he says, hey, there's Heimlich County's newest hero. He's talking right to Bobby. Bobby says, I was just in the right place at the right time, like any hero. (laughs) And Hank says, yeah, I'm the boy's dad. And then uh, George W. Bush looks at him and goes, and I need your vote, partner. He goes, well, you got it, Governor Bush. And then – This is my favorite line of the whole show right here. He puts his hand out to shake hands with
1: Hank. The note, the quizzical –
0: You hear the quizzical instrumental music. Yeah. You see it all kind of in slow motion. He shakes his hand, and you can kind of tell there's something weird going on. There's something funky going on. Yeah. And then he moves on, and then Peggy looks at Hank, who just seems dumbfounded, kind of staring at his hand. She goes, What's wrong, Hank? He goes, Oh my God. His handshake. His handshake. And then you hear, Dun, Dun, Dun. it's limp, limp. <laughs> that's it. it goes, yeah, it goes yeah. So
1: commercial. that that's one of the most the duh, thing I hate duh. the most about shaking hands with. That's why I don't really shake hands anymore. I'll do like the fist bump. Yeah, you can't be disappointed by a fist bump like you can a handshake. A handshake, I don't know. It was taught like being a, a, a male in Texas. A handshake is yeah. like your word kind can't of make a deal. Yeah. If you shake hands with somebody and you 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 mention you're making a deal so or goofy. promising something to somebody, the handshake is just. Fa- super foundational in like interpersonal communication in Texas. How many so, how many people
0: you think got taken advantage of because they believed in a handshake?
1: Probably a lot you know. Lot think of about people. all those guys who a stole lot houses lot and railroad guys people, and stuff like that. Probably, yeah. probably, probably a ton of people. But your word meant more back then than it does nowadays. I feel like. But a limp handshake to me, it, it's like holding it's your rough. own penis while you're taking a piss. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like holding something limp. Like I just don't. It's just a really. Uh, it's like holding another man's penis almost. It's just so limp. It's I, just I, in your I hand. I, I just don't know that it is. I don't know that it is, but I, I yeah, sure. that it is either. Okay. But but I, I've <laughs> never held another man's penis in my hand. But it, it still just time. Fe- yeah, still plenty of time. <laughs> but it just feels I don't know off. I don't really like yeah, shaking weird. hands anymore because of that. I don't like yeah. being disappointed. You don't know what you're gonna get. Well, it changes he- your perspective of somebody when you go to shake their hand and you realize. Oh, they don't have a. They don't have. Then a you have handshake. the guys
0: on the other side that squeeze far too hard, like they're trying to prove something. Oh, the power
1: guys, Ugh. like the yeah, the guys that are trying to. Or they'll do that where they shake your hand like this, and their hands above yours, yeah, kind of thing, instead of yeah. just meeting you here, like about, some kind of domination. What about the
0: shake and the hold at the same time? Oh, like the kind of that's oh, like uh, nice to meet
1: you, partner. Yeah, that's like the uh, politician oh, handshake. Oh, it's a politician it's handshake. It's a politician's Just like
0: the point with the with the thumb not quite yeah, out. The thumb, yeah. yeah. All right, and Dang, uh, now that
1: I think about that, every <laughs> president ever yeah. has some type of. That must Dole. be I'm Bob Dole. I'm Bob Dole. That must be. Or I'm Ralph Nader. or uh-huh. That must be uh, some type Nader. of or Ross Perot. That must be some type of. Um, Can I finish? Like communication yeah. cue or something. Sometimes well, of you're thing not pointing, works, but you're making a point. But you're making a point. Yeah. Well, you're you're pointing, ridiculous. but you're you're trying to hide it. With your thumb. So
0: that is the second commercial break. And dun, now dun, dun. a word from uh two favorite candidate son, George W. Bush. George W. All right, and we are back. Um hope you enjoyed that uh political message from George W. Bush. Uh we do not approve of that message. Uh but uh our corporate overlords ask us to know. place think, it there. I think
1: he was one of the uh greatest uh presidents of our time or my time. Really, I only had like five, pre- like three, pre- four presidents. What I, I don't had, think we've had good ones, yeah. I had George H. W. I was too young to even know anything about him. But so it was Clinton, Bush, Obama, Trump, hmm. Biden. That's yeah. my my yeah. group of presidents that I've been cognizant of. Wow. As, a very, a, as
0: an older American, I'm sorry. Yeah, not a very
1: uh, excuse me, not a very good <laughs> bucket to pull from there. All right, I don't know. Obama went too bad,
0: so we are still in the alley, uh, or we're back in the alley. We're with all four guys. We there. just lost ten fans. <laughs> Obama was a good president. Obama, boom! Was a
2: good everybody's president. logging out.
1: Um. Uh, <laughs> Yeah He's too woke For our crowd
0: uh, Okay So uh, Yeah politics is
1: not our thing Not at all Four guys <laughs> the all. Four
0: guys in the alley I watch cartoons
1: all day guys Literally <laughs> all I watch Is animated programs I know nothing <laughs> Dale
0: says Did Bush's hands feel like a flounder Or something softer Like a jellyfish Ew. Hank says I don't want to talk about it And then Bill says Was it mushy and wet Like a handful of egg salad It was soft <laughs> Hank, and damp, yeah. Hank is just so Confounded by this He goes It, you don't was, like it. it was soft and damp Imagine hey, that, though,
1: shaking somebody's hand
0: in his hand. Uh, oh. He goes, Let's just leave it at that. And then <laughs> Dale puts his hand out and shakes his hand and goes, Was it a wriggler where you yeah, shake yeah, your yeah, hand he, and then you move tickle, the finger on the palm of the uh, hand. Yeah. I don't like that either. Yeah, I don't either. Hank says, Stop it. Stop, all of you, stop it. Stop it right now. This is dead serious. I don't know what to do. I thought I knew the man, but now I, I knew he, uh, that was the man I knew had a strong, firm grip. Bill says, I thought you only cared about the issues, Hank. He goes, well, yeah, but a man's handshake is an issue. It's well, it's the character issue, Bill. Again, no character is about having principles and not sleeping with the help and such.
2: <laughs> What's he talking about? <laughs> and he goes, oh,
1: I know what he's talking about. He's talking about uh, uh, Bill Clinton. Oh, that was a Bill Clinton reference, yeah. And then he says, because uh, he a, slept with the help. But a wimpy Allegedly. handshake. Allegedly.
0: Now that's just trivial, Hank. He goes, it's not trivial. This man could be the next leader of the free world. We're going to have a nut job, third world dictators walking all over us when they find out our president doesn't have a strong enough finger to push the button. All of them, all of the guys just kind of stare off into space. And then
1: for, for, the, for the sake of the bit, uh, Dale,
0: Dale, Dale, Dale says that makes a lot of sense.
1: Yeah. A lot of nonsense. Yeah. Uh, for the sake of the bit, uh, do you think Donald Trump has a strong handshake? How do you think, how do you think his handshake would, would go about Do you think it would be cold and damp and wet or you think he's got a firm handshake?
0: I think he's got a firm handshake because he's practiced it so much. He's
1: been wheeling and dealing for a long yeah. time, yeah. I think
0: he's one of those that will give you that pump handshake, you know, where he just pumps he it real hard. Where he pulls you. Yeah. Well, that's what – yeah. I read that
1: yeah. book by – oh, man. Come on in, boy. Name? Let me tell you a car. Michael something or another. One of the people that was in his – like that wrote a, t- one of the tell-all books that came out after he left yeah. the office. And that's where he said. He said, like, a lot of the handshakes the he The office would, wasn't yeah. the same after Michael he left. Would, yeah, after Michael left. He would <laughs> shake their hand, but he would, like – Pull them in towards him. Yeah, it's a power like, move. And like pull their hand to where it's like adjacent with his chest, and he's like shaking the it's crap. It's a power out move.
0: Well, you know, like in Japan, you you do this. You know, you like present your hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, you put one hand under no, your arm.
1: Him. Yeah, it, it was America's president. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I watched The Apprentice actually. I pulled up uh oh. The Apprentice season 1 on uh Internet Archive. Shout out to Internet Archive. If You've ever done a show ever. and
0: and Rodman has been uh, Dennis Rodman has been one of your one of your contestants. You, you probably don't uh, It was hilarious. Qualify for it was
1: hilarious. The first season was so, so much gold in that. It was a really really funny uh Experience so
0: Dale says that makes a lot of sense. Then there's a huge pregnant pause, and he goes, A lot of nonsense. And then all of them just start laughing, yeah. all of them except for Hank. He goes, Why don't we choose the president by a lottery like they choose the Pope? I'm not sure that's how they do that, uh, Dale. But nah, that's sure. not how they do it. Uh, no. Hank says, uh, Don't be ridiculous. That's how Lou Ann would pick a president. Uh, Bill, I-, I don't know what it is about Bill, but he's like, No, dumber than a handshake. Like, uh. he's just like, Ugh. And then Dale says, Uh, yep. You and Ann, two peas in a pod. All voters are the same. Simple-minded fools who think their votes make a difference. System's broke, Hank. The election baby is peed in the bathwater. you got to throw them both out. <laughs> Hank says, it was horrible. Horrible, horrible, horrible handshake. But I don't know. Come on, Hank. Spend, some, uh, spend tomorrow not voting with me. Every election day I go Christmas shopping. All the suckers are at the polls. The outlet malls are empty. The parking lots are full, which I never understood. Well, i got a theory, but it involves the largest mirror in Texas. (laughs) (laughs) Hank says, no, 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 i got to vote. Bill says, so, you voting for the other fellow? He goes, I don't know. All I know is if I don't vote. And I love how they say the other fellow. That's what makes me think that maybe this was done last year or the year before this Yeah, because they probably didn't know who was running. Probably didn't, yeah. Because think about it. You've got an outgoing Democratic president. They didn't know who was going to run for Democratic president. At that time, I bet that's what. Yeah, because there was a
1: because uh, he did his full eight, right? Uh huh. Who was the who was it was Al Gore? Yeah, yeah, it's Al Gore running next. Yeah, uh,
0: he goes, I don't know, and if I don't vote, I won't get called for jury duty anymore, which you know Hank loves jury duty. Yeah, he does. He loves civic duty. So later, we're in the Hill House. Uh, Hank is in. I just put a bunch of question marks after the the den. I think this is Lou Ann's old room yeah. that he now has a TV and a couch and stuff in. Yeah, his dinner, yeah. And he's just like sitting there staring at the – I mean, he's like six inches away from the TV screen. He's got the remote with him. Uh, and Peggy, who apparently has been out painting the steps, uh, she comes in and goes, Hank, honey, if you have to go into the garage, please walk on the stripes. The stairs will not be dry until morning, which I don't – whatever – uh, he goes, look, look, right there. He's pointing at the TV. He goes, that guy's reaction when Bush shakes his hand surprise and disappointment—and he just fast forwards, rewinds, fast forward rewinds. rewinds. Peggy's like, sure, but uh, when I want to watch *Sin of a Woman*, you don't even know how to work the VCR. He says, see the guy's uh, smiling, happy on the uh, happy on top of the world, then Bush shakes, and there goes that man's face. See, surprise and disappointment. See that surprise and disappointment, and then it kind of pans out, and you see Peggy's gone. She's she's not even listening to him anymore. Pe- and Hank continues, surprise and disappointment, surprise and disappointment. And then it, it goes outside, and you see the windows glowing in the night because he has just been in there all night long watching that damn tape. It's the morning, and Peggy comes into the den thinking he's still in there, and she goes, Hank, honey, thanks for making your side of the bed this morning. It saved me a lot of time. So she didn't even know that he didn't nah, come to bed last night. Yeah. And by the way, she is in a, um, a sweater vest that is made of the American flag. Uh, and she's just kind of, Hank, Hank. And then we transition and we see that uh, Hank is in the Bugabago driving with Dale. So he is taking him up on his his, uh, let's go to outlet malls and go shopping. Uh, Hank says, you know, with voter turnout at all-time lows, not voting makes me more American. I don't understand that logic, but okay. Uh, Dale says, the only thing more American than not voting is Egyptian cotton slash linen. They're regulars at 40% off. First stop, wham, Sutta sheets. So they are heading... (laughs) (laughs) Just <laughs> buy some 300-count yeah. sheets. Uh, now, we're in the garage polling place. Again, this confounds me because I have no idea how you get this to happen. I want to do a polling place in my uh, garage. Yeah, if
1: that ever lets you. Uh, it's uh, Peggy and Mrs. Fetter. As who long as you're not trying to steal an election. We've never met Mrs. Fetter, right? <laughs> never met Mrs. Kay. Fetter, from what I understand, yeah.
0: She goes, Mrs. Fetter, what time do you have? She goes, a little before 7. She goes, I have 7. Mrs. Federer says it's still a little before 7. <laughs> and then you see Peggy turn on this uh, uh, John Philip Sousa American music uh, on the boom box. And then they both face the garage doors. Each one of them has a garage door opener. I didn't yeah. know you could do that with two different openers. <coughs> I didn't either. But uh, she goes, on three. One, two, now. And then they both open the garage doors. And the only person standing there is Bill. He's dressed up with his pork pie hat on, in his hands. He right? always got the old pork pie. He's all, hat. Yeah, he it's likes It's always the, pork the same suit. Hat. I always imagine that that suit and
1: that hat is like his grandpa's or something.
0: Well, I bet he wore it like on a date with uh, his ex-wife or something. Lenore, yeah, and it's, that's it's the a only hat thing he's she got. bought him. Oh, you yeah. look handsome in that hat. Yeah, yeah and exactly. And beat him
1: up and then divorced
0: him. Uh, okay, and then um, we're at the mall, uh, obviously, because Dale comes out of a changing room modeling a trench coat. And he says, uh, and the pockets are big enough for an umbrella. And he pulls an umbrella out <laughs> of the pocket and goes, sha-sha, sha And he goes, Joseph will love it. Hank uh, is over in the mirror. This is so unlike Hank. He's trying on a golf hat, you know? Yeah, yeah, And he yeah. goes, I look like a jackass. Look at that. I mean, <laughs> he's just really, he, he's making himself feel good because he's doing all this stuff. Uh, we're back at the election garage, and uh, Luann comes in. She goes, well, I'm ready to vote. Where's Uncle Hank? I want us to vote at the same time uh and by the way there is coffee cookies the american music still playing bill is still there uh eating cookies with his hat off and peggy's got a clipboard she's keeping track of people voting uh she goes i wanted us to vote at the same time bill says he and dale went down to that outlet mall you know the one next door to mexico (laughs) yep (laughs) next door to mexico Mexico. (laughs) yeah (laughs) luann says well he'll be back before the polls close won't he he goes oh no 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 but that's okay hank says he's not voting And then you just get this collective gasp, I mean, from Luann and Peggy both. It's just like, oh. What? So we're back at the outlet mall. Uh, Hank and Dale are loading stuff into the back of the Bugabago. uh, And he goes, uh, uh, Dale pulls a fragrance out and kind of shoves it in Hank's face. And he goes, smell this, Hank. Does it smell like Boomhauer? He goes, yeah, it smells like Boomhauer. He's going to love it. They're parked in front of a store that I could only make out as Porter Hollings. I don't know if that's correct or not. Yeah, but I don't anyway. know. Anyway, uh, Hank's pager starts going off. Didn't know he carried a pager.
1: Didn't know he carried a pager either. I didn't know pagers were still being carried in the year 2000. Oh, yeah. I figured cell I phones there's have there's still made the some transition. folks that
0: carry pagers today. Like doctors be, and stuff, yeah, and the g- reason for that is, I be believe, used. the cell signal signal won't go far enough into some buildings and operating rooms and stuff like that. Yeah, and so they carry a pager because it can go through anything.
1: I thought that the pagers and stuff that they used were like a in-house network, though. I didn't know that it was like a actually like cell service, cell tower over on Valley usage.
0: Mills, um, Valley Mills Drive. Uh, you know where Valleys is? Yeah, 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 right before you get to Valleys, there's a pager business. There used to be a pager store. It was a Dunkin' Donuts first, and then it was a pager store for a very long time.
1: Um, that's crazy. I think they had stores just oh, for Oh, They did, man. They did. Yep. It's crazy to think that, that that was even a thing that was popular. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I guess any way to communicate is gonna gonna. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Any new type of communication. So Hanks, pager – imagine go- if they had like Snapchat for pagers. <laughs> i don't know how you do that call your, this number your page disappears that, in in two seconds or well what? they give you the page and you have to call the number for the description of the image that somebody <laughs> sent you <laughs> that's ridiculous
0: so his pager goes off and hank says this could be a propane emergency and he looks at it and goes no just luann or one of her manger babies uh and he, go, he just puts it back and goes so where to dale uh dale says well nancy's been wanting an onyx chessboard and i know just the place an onyx chessboard she has not been
1: wanting an Onyx chessboard. An chess Onyx chessboard. Chess I think that's what he wants. Uh, now we're back at the garage. There's a
0: huge line of voters ready to go into the garage and vote. Um, Luann comes running up. She's kind of panicked. And she goes, I think Uncle Hank's dead. He didn't return my page. Peggy's like, well, I'm, I'm sure he's not dead, Luann. That number is for propane emergencies only. And then you see Luann, and she has a bright idea. Uh, now we're back in the Bugabago, and um, – They're driving and driving, and you see this banner up top says, Welcome to Mexico, over the bridge. And Hank sees it and goes, Dale, this bridge goes into Mexico. He goes, Oh, did I make a wrong turn? All right, let me try to spin around. He looks in the mirror and goes, Nope, not yet. Now? Nope. And he just drives right through the gates into Mexico,
1: straight into Mexico. Which I didn't know
0: you could just drive straight <laughs> yeah. in. I thought you had to stop.
1: But you used to be able to just drive straight in with the – just show your <sighs> license, and they'd let Crazy. you in. Nowadays, you got to have a full blown passport and all that to go to Mexico. But oh, Mexico but, and Canada. But yeah, w- well, from what I understand, Canada has always been kind of more stricter on how they let people in and out. Yeah. But Mexico, back in the day, my dad remembers. Uh, uh, statute of limitations is out on this, but one of my, <laughs> one of my. Cousins was married to a Hispanic woman, uh-huh. whose grandmother was over the border. Okay, so my dad and a bunch of white people in the car went down and picked her up, and they were bringing her back to Texas. Oh yeah. When they got to tech, when they got to the border, uh, they were asking questions and stuff, yeah. and uh, they figured it all out. But that was back before they prosecuted people for it. They just made just her get. Back. They just made her get out of the car. She beat them back. Well, I can
0: remember. She ended
1: up getting a bus or something that was. That oh, was, I don't know And about then, that. and then my dad, they stayed the night down there. And then by the time they got all the way back to where they were at, she was already there.
0: Well, that's you say that's before they started, you know, really coming down on stuff. Yeah, it was I, like in the seventies. I can 80s. remember driving around early nineties with a cooler full of beer in my car, and we were drinking it while we were driving it. Yeah. We got pulled over by a state trooper, and all he did was make us pour it all out. Whatever didn't do anything but, to us. Pour your beers out. Yeah, didn't do anything to us.
1: Uh, and it was we were in rural. These areas. days would be shot in the head. Well, we were in rural areas <laughs> doing it when we were young, like out in Hubbard and stuff like that. It was yeah. kind of a similar thing. We got pulled over and we had cigarettes and beer on us when we were like nineteen, mm-hmm. and all he made us do was. Uh, out uh, pour it. all the beer out. Uh, no, we were we were we were uh, 17. Sorry, because mm-hmm. we had cigarettes. and my buddy got a ticket for the cigarettes, uh-huh. and he funny? made us pour all a the beer ticket out. Ticket for the cigarettes, but
0: you don't get anything for the gave beer. Gave him a ticket, minor
1: in possession of cigarettes, but made him pour all the beer out. Didn't write him a <laughs> ticket for the beer. Didn't give him minor in possession of alcohol or DWI it's or anything crazy. like that because we weren't drunk. Probably there's more paperwork in that. That was the whole thing. I'd imagine that's what it was. He just gave us a ticket, made us pour out all the beer, and told us to drive. It's similar with weed. There was one time when it was in high school and we got pulled over. Uh, we were in a suburban with like. Eight Eight people in it. We got pulled over by a Bell Mead cop named J.W. Not that that means anything to JW. anybody. Uh, Not W. 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 JW. J.W. So he pulled us over. And just I think it was just because there was me. too many people for him to want to do the paperwork for eight kids. Sure. So he just made us pretty much just pour out all the weed on the ground and stomp it into the dirt. And that was it. And then wow. let us all go.
0: Y'all were drinking liquid weed. Liquid weed. Uh So he just drives right into Mexico. and goes, oh, well, we're in Mexico. What you going to do? Hank says, uh, dang it, Dale, turn around up here. He goes, no, there's no deviation from the plan. He's like, what plan? Oh, I'm sorry. We're going to spend the rest of the day in Mexico, see how the election turns out. If there's any problem, civil unrest, military coup, we will remain in Mexico under assumed identities. He hands Hank a manila envelope, and <laughs> he goes, you are Fritz Kruger, wealthy Ecuadorian rancher, <laughs> and I am Central American singing sensation La Motil. <laughs> <laughs> Hank says, you know I'm not Ecuadorian. Why would I need Ecuadorian papers? Dale says, you're already not voting. You might as well give up your citizenship. Believe me, Hank, if things go sour up north, you'll be happy you're a non-naturalized resident alien in Mexico. That makes no (laughs) sense. That's funny. Hank's pager goes off again. He goes, uh, oh, it's Ruby at Goober Smooches. Now, believe me, this is serious. He doesn't just call to chat. We We have have nothing nothing in common. common. (laughs) (laughs) Next thing, we're at Goober Smooches. Luann is behind a couple that's getting in, and the guy at the... um, the hospitality thing there, he takes them to seat them. And uh, Luann uh, kind of goes up to the podium and the phone starts to ring. And she goes, goober smooches. He goes, Rudy? She goes, no, it's Luann Platter. And it's not a propane emergency. It's a why aren't you voting emergency? Why aren't you voting? And Hank says, because my candidate's handshake had no character. You see Dale in the background. He is playing a soccer-themed pinball machine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the payphone that Hank is on says "telefono publico," uh, and she goes. But he says, uh, "You know, handshake had no character." Luann says, "But Hank's character is a vote, anyways. Even if it's rainy or on your face, or your face is splotchy, or your uncle made you cry, or your candidate's a dud, doesn't take any character to give up." She is kind of feeding Hank back to him. All uh, his, all his uh-huh, crap. Yeah. Yeah. He goes, "What do you know? You never even voted." And she goes. Well, maybe I won't vote after all, since apparently it's not that important. I think I'll go shopping, just like you did, Uncle Hank, because I don't need to vote, but I can always use a good pair of pants. (laughs) (laughs) Hank says, Luann, I want you to meet me at our polling place, and I'll give you the pants I brought you for Christmas. And he hangs up the phone. He goes over to Dale, and he goes, Dale, can I see your keys for a second? Why? It's supposed to be a surprise, but I bought you a leather keychain at the coach outlet, and I want to make sure it fits. (laughs) Leather keychain, and now it fits. Uh, Dale says, uh, when did you do that? When I was trying on underwear. And then uh, Hank just grabs the keys and runs out. Dale takes off after him. Wait a minute. You know, I don't like keychains. Why? What'd you get me a money clip? He just keeps guessing at shit. And he knows that this is not a thing at this yeah, point. He knows it's not a thing. Hank see. says, Joe, oh, just keep guessing. He goes, and, and they get in the, <laughs> they get in the van and they're driving and driving and driving. They drive through the Mexico gate, all that stuff. Uh, and Dale is still guessing Kenneth Cole shoes. A new spaghetti pot? Spaghetti pot.
1: Spaghetti, isn't uh, that just a pot? Here?
0: <laughs> a leather backpack? Something with leather. I <laughs> mean, he's getting super general. Hank, uh, you see a cop come up behind him and turn on his lights, and Hank pulls over, and he's like, "Oh, come on." And the trooper comes up. I don't know if it's a cop or a trooper. I'm assuming it's a trooper. He goes, "Sir, do you know how fast you were going?" He goes, "Yeah, 86 miles per hour." Now, would you mind writing it up fast? I got to get home before the polls close. I got to vote. He says, "You haven't voted." Uh, and then Dale is still over there saying a Namby ice bucket, Cap Snaffler. By the way, that's a callback to a product earlier. Oh Cap yeah, Snaffler. yeah, Cap Snaffler, total Gym. All right, can you tell me who played the police escort? Uh, because I think it's uh, Diedrich Bader, but I don't know for sure.
1: All the police escort. Yeah, the
0: guy uh, who played the cop in the in the show. I think it's Diedrich Bader.
1: It might be. Let me see. I'm going to go
0: go on while you're looking for that. Yeah. Uh, so again, Cap Snaffler is a callback. Uh, They pull up with the cop at the garage polling place because, um, you know, you need a cop escort (laughs) to your house that's the polling place. Luann comes around out. You made it. He goes, how much time do we have? Peggy says, one minute. Miss Fedler (laughs) says, I have two minutes. And Peggy immediately, one minute. Uh, And then they both go in separate booths to vote. Uh, They come out. They've done their civic duty. Uh, Bill looks at him and goes, so who'd you vote for, Hank. And, and uh, Luann says, no, if he tells you, it won't come true. And then puts the <laughs> vote in the box, and that's the end of the that's show. That's the end of the episode. Did you find out who
1: it was? Uh, it doesn't show oh, anybody. Okay. It's one of it the, sure sounds like DJ. It's probably, like dan- it's probably one of the regular. So
0: after this, uh, this is one of my favorite things that they ever do. This is like a public service announcement. Oh, like one the of the PSAs of the at the very yeah. end,
1: like they've done before. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so as the credits are rolling, uh, both – Peggy, uh, sorry. Both Bobby and Hank come out of the bowling booths, and he goes, "Hello, I'm Hank Hill from TV's King of the Hill, and I'm Bobby Hill from TV's King of the Hill."
2: <laughs> they both say they're from TV's <laughs> yeah. King of the Hill.
0: Welcome to what used to be my garage. Bobby goes, "And that's where I usually park my bike." He goes, "Well, we're here to remind you to register to vote. So go ahead, fill out your registration card, and you'll be eligible to win these valuable prizes: freedom." civic pride, and a brand-new president. There go. And that's it. That's the credits. At the end, we get, was it a wiggler? Was that's that it. A wiggler? That is Season 5, Episode 1. We have season started. Season 5, Episode 1. That's the new, epi- a new season. That's a new season. Yeah, kick yeah, off. Yeah, man. All right. Well, number one, thank you guys for all listening. We really appreciate it. Uh, love to hear from you in any way possible. Yeah, if you contact wanna, us, please. If please, you still please. still want to send us some... Uh, suggestions on what shows should spin off of this show please do please go and check out some other shows and I'm gonna highlight one at the end but, and what we uh, and
1: what we mean by that is what would you like to hear Mike and Rusty talk about yeah no specifically so whatever you would like to hear us opine on and we might even just do a variety show where you send yeah. in suggestions and we just do whatever Could be. Like, if you got a movie you want us to review would or you guys book just or send whatever. these things
0: in and and we'll, uh, we'll we'll pick from a hat or something we read. Sometimes we do read. Sometimes, all right. You want to tell them where good. they can find us?
1: Uh, yeah. Uh, you can find us on the twenty-first floor. And I'm just kidding. You can find us sure. at dot com or you could go to bw. Oh, sorry, I have mixed those two up. slash B-W-A-A-K-O-T-H or Dot com by itself, That's or it. you could go to youtube.com/slash K O T H to catch all of our Monday episodes and maybe future episodes. We might just start doing everything video. Monday and W. But uh, we do thank y'all for sticking with us for five full seasons. Five for those of seasons. you that have been with us since the beginning, we appreciate it's been roughly seven hundred all years. your time uh, spent listening to us. You've <laughs> spent over a hundred hours now. <laughs> Listening to me and Mike, almost two hundred. You know, we've got almost two to three hundred hours into this. It's like two. But it's got to be close, to like two something. You know what?
0: That says a ton about our fans, though. I mean, I really appreciate all you guys.
1: I do too, honestly. You know, it's uh, it's kind of crazy that we've gotten this far. Uh, you know, going into it, I, I, not that I was skeptical of how far it would go. It would just like I was thinking this would be a fun thing to do for mm-hmm. a little while, and yeah, it, it wouldn't pay You know, not that it wouldn't pan going. out, but the fact that. Life happens, but even though life's happened, we've still yeah. somehow managed to get you guys content damn near I mean, we've missed a couple, but we've we've hit sure. just about every week.
0: So at the end of these, I want to try to start uh, highlighting some podcasts that we also have on the network. Yeah, for sure. One I want to highlight this week. Uh, it, it's something I did, and I, it's not why I'm highlighting it. It's just something I hadn't talked about in a while.
1: We should just have, like, where we interview all these people on Fridays. We have some of these people come in as talk guests. To the podcast folks. Where we have some of the podcast folks come in and talk about their podcasts. With so
0: us. we have uh, something called True Urban Legends. Um, if you think about that, it means nothing. But uh, yeah, I, I know I, a
1: great urban legend tellteller uh, here in town. Oh. Uh, shout out to—he's a professor at MCC. Shout out to Brad Turner. Oh, I know Brad Turner. Yeah, yeah Brad Turner, yeah. the amazing ghost guy. guy. Yeah, he's yeah. the ghost guy. He's got uh, two books that he published through TSDC's publishing house when they used to have a book mm. publishing house. And uh, yeah, they're great ghost stories for Waco area.
0: Okay, so uh, let me tell you one quick little thing here. I used to do a, a podcast called "Very Dark, Very Quick." Yeah, and we did—I don't know, probably a dozen episodes, something like that. Uh, and we would pick a subject each week. And when we put the show, uh, when we put the show together, uh, myself and Aaron would write scripts for this thing. I mean, yeah, we yeah. were—it was a full-fledged Y'all were production, in there doing it, right? Yeah. Uh, Oni Chan, right? Yeah, it was under the Oni Chan stuff, but. Um, We would do Very Dark, Very Quick, and we had these characters that I would write little skits for and things. And one of the things that I did under the Very Dark, Very Quick banner was something called True Urban Legends. And the reason I did that is because Very Dark, Very Quick wasn't getting out fast enough for me, so I needed more stuff to release. And so True Urban Legends was kind of a spinoff of that Very Dark, Very Quick show. Right. Okay. Without that starting, I never would have done True Urban Legends. Now, when you go find True Urban Legends, there are really only four episodes here, and one of them is a trailer. Are they uh, just
1: starting out? Well,
0: no, this is something that I did a while back. I would love to revisit it. Revisit it, yeah. I I want you guys to understand if you do go and find this and listen to this, just think I made all these in my garage uh, many years ago, and all of the voices that you hear besides mine were found either on Craigslist or Facebook. (laughs) Just people that would read things for me and send them to me. That's right. Yeah. But these are all original stories that I wrote. Uh well, with the exception of Hounds of Little Mountain. That was written by somebody else and sent to me. Uh so my favorite one is called The Trash Man. Okay. Uh and it's an urban legend about a guy who uh it was a garbage man in town, the big ice storm uh, knocked down a bunch of trees, so he had to work and work and work, and you know, to get all this stuff cleared or whatever. Yeah. His kids started missing him. It was around Christmas. I don't know his kid was like seven, eight years old or whatever. Started missing him because daddy wasn't there. And so one morning he goes out and hides in the trash truck to surprise his dad. Well, little does he know that his dad is dumping trash on top of him, and then at the end of it, he squishes him to death. Oh wow, so <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> so if you want an uplifting story, that's it. But yeah, go look at True Urban Legends. You can find that at uh, RogueMediaNetwork.com. Just search for True. There you go. But, guys, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. We want to thank our fans. We want to thank anybody who's watching, listening. Um, and if you know anybody who loves King of the Hill, please point them our way. Yeah. If and, you know anybody uh,
1: affiliated with the show, please send them our way. That's true. Uh, yeah. In the new year, I'm going to be scheduling a bunch of stuff after the holiday season with uh, it's the some people season. who were affiliated with the show. Uh, I, teamed, uh, I don't say teamed up, but uh, I uh, chatted with a guy Partner. that does review stuff oh. on YouTube and uh, he's kind of already done a couple of interviews with some King of the Hill, you know people. And he's uh, sent me emails. With their, he he sent me uh, messages with their emails and their explicit permission for me to well, contact them to have them on the show. So. Get him and, and ask him if we yeah can he does rerun he wants to be on a, the show. What a well, what, what a I'm something is, podcast. Why can't we
0: like release his interviews as bonuses. Maybe that'll be a way for these people to kind of be introduced to him.
1: Yeah, for sure that would be cool. He uh, he has a a YouTube channel right now, I believe. I was sitting there typing in Twitter, but it's not Twitter, it's X. Uh, he messaged me on X. Matter of fact, that's uh-huh. where we've corresponded. I want to shout him out real fast. That's kind of boy lover sixty nine, right? What's in my head podcast? Ah. Uh, shout out to him. He just had a, uh, a, a shout recent, out what? Uh, he just had a uh, a recent death in his family? His oh. his dad actually passed oh, away uh, at the beginning of last month. That's why we haven't had him on. He's been real busy. Gotcha. But he uh, he actually had a guy named Sean Cashman. Kay. He's the guy who directed Hank's Cowboy movie. The Exterminator of Mice and Little Green Men. Mm. He's directed a lot more and had a hand in training a lot of the folks that were on the show. Those are the specific episodes that that guy called out. And uh, I actually, I have uh, I have his email. Reach out to David Herman. Yeah, I'm going to reach out to him. i am going to talk I've, to uh, him.
0: I want to talk to him about two
1: things. I want to say I've reached out to him His character before. in
0: Office Space and then all the voices he all did the voices. in King of the Hill. I think I've reached
1: yeah. out to him before. I'm not sure. I'm going to have to go back and look. Sure. Uh but yeah. Well
0: guys, uh thank you again for joining us. Uh we are on a dead sprint towards Christmas now and uh we wish all of you guys safe travels and a great month of December and uh we'll see you next uh Friday, right? Yeah. yeah. This coming Friday. We'll Absolutely. see you then.
1: Absolutely. We metanie. Oui, we metanie indeed.